This is Red House Rising, Season 1, Episode 3, Leaving Home. leave Nick's house and get into separate cars. I'll just get Joe then, and be right behind you. I'm glad you're bringing her, Nick. I didn't want to be the only woman at the party. Knowing Admiral Sakai as I do, there will be no shortage of women tonight. Did you hear, Nick? No shortage of women. Yes. Leon... Walt sees Nick's car approaching and goes inside. Okay, Nick's here. Joe emerges from her room in a simple but elegant blue dress. Ah, Joe, you look wonderful. Jesus, can we really do this? We can. We have to. It's going to be okay. I'll be back as soon as I can. Joe comes out the door. Walt stands in the doorway. Uh, now, Nick, you're not going to keep my little girl out too late now, are you? Never mind that, Uncle Walt. I'm all grown up, thank you. I'm just saying, you were talking about, you know. (laughs) I'll do my best, Walter. Walt goes back inside. Nick and Joe are about to get into the car when Nick stops Joe and holds her in his arms. Joe, darling, you must forgive me. I do, Nick. I do. I've missed you so much. Nick, you have been thoughtful and loving even when I was at my worst. But we both know I'm a liability to you now. I have to leave. This is crazy. I don't want to lose you. Be my good friend. Nick and Joe arrive at the dock and board Commander Hattori's launch. Mike and Alice are already on board, guarded by a squad of Tokatai. You all right? I apologize, Commander. I kept Nick waiting, and now I've kept Mr. and Mrs. Mercer waiting, too. <laughs> the launch races off toward Tonawas Island. Coming around a rocky point, Everyone turns to see the Imperial Navy's main harbor and dockyards, lit up and busy with workmen. Deep water cargo terminals, dry dock with gantries. Wow, that is a serious port of call. The group is driven to Navy headquarters. They walk to the Admiral's residence. I see why you're based in Troop, Nick. Looks like a lot of cargo moves through here. Yes, thanks to his favorite pilots. Miss McMenemy. This morning, Mr. and Mrs. Mercer told me you were only a casual acquaintance. But last night, you seemed to be very angry with them. You are right, Commander. I was angry. But as you may remember, my anger had nothing to do with the Mercers. Really? You weren't upset to learn they were married? It seemed very much like you were. That's enough, Hattori. Enough? 
We are just getting started. Admiral Sakai stands on a balcony with Liang and Mei Ling on either side of him. Ah, the Americans arrive. What took you so long, Hattori? Please join us, or I may be forced to eat my companions. Sakai takes Liang's hand, raises it to his lips, and kisses it. Alice and Liang exchange a horrified look. In the middle of the upstairs arcade is a large, low table surrounded by tatami mats. On the table are large plates of rice and fish and tropical fruit. There are also many bottles of whiskey, beer, and sake in various stages of consumption. Sitting around the table are Sakai with Liang and Mei Ling, Nick and Joe sitting together, Mike and Alice together, and Commander Hattori next to an empty seat. Four Tokatai soldiers stand at attention in the arcade shadows. I must say, I'm surrounded by beauty tonight, and some very special guests. Turuk Lagoon doesn't get many visitors like you, an American pilot and his very attractive Chinese wife. But your arrival made some people very nervous. Commander Hattori tells me you're on a honeymoon. Shouldn't you be in Niagara Falls? Is that right? That's right. <laughs> You see, cousin, you are not the only student of America at this table. Admiral, I wish we were in Niagara Falls right now. We had no intention of coming anywhere near Trug. We just had no choice. Of course not. Bad weather, I understand. And I have some good news for you. Ah, here is my island girl. Sakai's adjutant, Lieutenant Arakawa, arrives with Maru, the young island girl from the Red House. He seats her across from the Admiral. Oh, my dear. Your beautiful face. Has my lieutenant mistreated you? It's nothing. Where were we? Ah, yes. You and your wife are free to leave us. Tomorrow, first light, we will escort you. And, since these are your friends, my prince, you and I will escort them together. You still know your way around the Zero Sen fighter, don't you? I'm sure Lieutenant Arakawa would be the more appropriate choice. Really, cousin? I would say that no one is more appropriate than you. Lieutenant, see that both Zeros are fueled up and ready for tomorrow. Why are the Toketai here, Hattori? Are you feeling insecure? Of course not. They are your security detachment. Well, they can have their own party somewhere else. Dismissed! You heard Admiral Sakai? Do as you are told. As Lieutenant Arakawa and the Toketai are leaving, Lieutenant Kanjo hurries in and whispers in Hattori's ear. Is the Toketai purposely trying to irritate me? On the contrary, Admiral. You'll be pleased to learn that the Pacific Crete is entering Turuk Ragoon. But much more entertaining, these were found on their plane. Hattori nods to Kanjo, who hands a sheaf of documents and three rolls of film to Admiral Sakai. These Americans are spies. They have a hidden reconnaissance camera. And this woman's real name is Hong Su Chen. That's personal. I'm a route planner for Amcorp. That's my job. Look, there's nothing on that film. It's unexposed. I have a camera because I plot routes for a living. 
and my wife. His wife, like many Chinese girls in America, was named Hong Su by her mother, which set me apart when I wanted to fit in. So I became Alice. <laughs> I want you to put that back in their plane and make sure it's ready to fly at first light. Can you do that, Lieutenant? But Admiral, these documents have not been completely analyzed yet. We don't know if- That's not my concern. Take some away. Moen Airfield is dark and seems deserted as Walt maneuvers the amphibious Sikorsky down a launch ramp into the bay and climbs into the cockpit. On the instrument panel, Walt has taped a tattered photo of his wife. Mary darling, I'm gonna need you to put in a good word up there. Maybe speak with the Virgin Mother, or go right to the top. No, Lord. A Japanese patrol boat is headed straight for the Sikorsky. Excuse me, Miss McMenemy, but you don't say much. I thought Americans always had something to say. Delicious fish. My compliments. I can see you have feelings for my dear cousin, but he can never marry you. Marrying outside his race would bring great shame on his family. That's enough. We're leaving now. Nick stands and holds his hand out to Joe. Admiral, you said you were a student of America. In America, a woman can marry whomever she wants. An American woman can vote. Because in my country, a woman belongs to herself. Sit down, my prince. I thought you were in favor of Japanese conversation instead of fighting and war. I'm fine. Mary, darling, gonna need a pretty quick miracle here. The Japanese patrol boat slowly swings its searchlight around. At the last moment, the patrol boat reacts to the siren and turns sharply, the searchlight just missing the Sikorsky. Here we go. You're right. I do support conversation rather than the destruction of the Japanese people. Sit down, cousin. We have such beautiful company. Let's not waste it talking politics. Nick crosses to the balcony and overhears a group of soldiers below. Hattori joins him. What is going on? Something about a raid. Women escaping from your house up there. Go on up there. Find out what's going on and solve it. More chaos, Commander. Don't just stand there! You will control these islands, or I will have you replaced! Go! In the Red House, the women and their rescuers battle the Tokatai. The Admiral joins Nick at the railing. Ah, incompetence is so tiring. My American friends, I'm afraid I have to leave you in the capable hands of my cousin. We all have an early morning, don't we? 
That's my pistol. What a clever girl you are. Liang has taken the Admiral's revolver. She backs away from him, keeping Mei Ling and Maru behind her. My beautiful ones, where are you going? We are leaving here. <laughs> where can you go? Seriously, please, don't hurt yourselves with that gun. We've had enough beauty wasted today. <laughs> Sakai wrestles his gun away from Liang and holds her down. I think I'll follow your example, cousin. I need to find myself a nice American girl instead of these Chinese whores. Joe flings a bottle of whiskey, nailing Sakai in the back of the head and knocking him out. Nice arm, Joe. You should pitch for the Yankees. Alice pulls Liang up into her arms. Is she all right? All right, yes. I'll take that gun, Nick. No, stop! Joe, you can't trust him. That's rich coming from you. He's telling you the truth, Joe. Prince Nakura is an intelligence officer for the Imperial Navy. Aren't you, Nick? Joe, tell me, Nick, how far out were you going to escort us before you shot us down? You're right. Sakai was planning to shoot you down, but it's got nothing to do with Nick. Does it? Of course not. You heard him. He was forcing me to come along and watch. We need him. Joe stares down Mike and Alice, then turns to Maru. Do you know Kamali Bay? Yes, I know. With Uncle Walt. We must hurry. If Walt's got our old Sikorsky running, he should be waiting on the other side of the island. I don't understand. Because she is my sister. She's the reason we're here. We followed the flight that brought her here. I'm fixing that. Let's go. Walt drops the Sikorsky onto Kamali Bay. Oh, you're late, me boyo. You're very late. An islander war party emerges from the jungle. Many in the group are women, some badly injured. Leading them is Mother Sapu. The three women for Miss Joe were gone. One is dead and the others were taken away. So we have not those women. I'm sorry. Ah, oh, Joe. And Maru, no sister was also missing. You don't mean it. Mr. Walt, you must make sure that Joe leaves these islands. It is very important that she leaves now. Oh, I know. I know. So she told you? You know about her? All I know is we gotta go. Walt begins helping the young women into the Sikorsky. Commander Hattori enters the Red House to find walls smeared with blood and slaughtered Toketai officers in every room. Joe guides the others up a steep and overgrown jungle path to a volcanic outcropping. They're leaving! Maru, lead them down to the bay. I've got to catch him. Joe rips off the bottom of her dress, sprints to the edge of the cliff, and dives. Whoa, that's more than a hundred feet. Okay. Where is she? Joe surfaces and races across the bay toward the Sikorsky. At the Admiral's residence, a servant helps Sakai struggle to his feet. The Sikorsky is filled with frightened young women now. 
Walt shoves throttles up and the plane gathers speed. But Joe seems to fly through the waves, gaining on the Sikorsky. the group down a narrow path to the bay. They stop and watch, amazed as Joe climbs into the Sikorsky. She's something else. Yes. She is. Back at Moen Airfield, apron lights are on, and we see the reason for the siren. Taka and Lieutenant Kanjo stand over the battered body of Ensign Fukuda. Nearby, Lieutenant Arakawa and a crewman refuel the Zeros. What do you know about this? As I told your men, I'm sorry for Ensign Fukuda, but the airport was closed. I haven't seen him until now. Poor man. Fukuda was a sadistic little worm. You knew that better than anyone, and so I ask you, how did this happen? Walt lands the Sikorsky just off the Moen Field seaplane dock. Fly as low as you can. We'll see you in Guam. I better see you there, young lady. I'll get the Twin Beach and be right behind you. Joe swims to the seaplane dock and unties the twin beach. She climbs the float, opens the cabin door. Look what I caught. Kanjo grabs Joe by the hair and drags her along the dock. Let's go have some fun. Can you swim, Toad? Joe trips Kanjo and sends them both flying off the dock. Kanjo fires wildly. Joe slaps away his gun. Kanjo has Joe by the throat, but she claws his face and disappears into the darkness. Kanjo swims for the surface, then jerks to a stop. He frantically kicks and struggles, but something has his leg. It's Joe pulling him down. Lieutenant Arakawa and the other men are stunned to see Joe climbing into the twin beach. She's soaked, her hair askew. She quickly checks the fuel gauges. Good boy, Nino. All gassed up. Arakawa pulls his pistol and runs after the twin beach. With his last shot, Arakawa puts a hole in the float plane's starboard wing. Red House Rising was produced, written, and directed by Chris Cote and Dale Carey. Episode 4 is next. <laughs>